Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish. This is PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, and I am Dr. Nicole, your Book of Revelation Research Scientist. Today we're talking about the 666 Antichrist Prophecy and numbers in the 666 Antichrist Prophecy. I invite you to listen live at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. On Thursdays, two PGN's Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish. In April of 2023, analysis and discussion of the 666 Antichrist Prophecy. With me, your Book of Revelation Research Scientists are happening live on PGN at 12 p.m. Texas time on Sundays and at Thursday and on Thursday at 9 a.m. Texas time. That's 10 a.m. Eastern time. Please share your perspective, present a prayer request, or pose a question about the book of Revelation during the live broadcast. You can listen via internet at blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. You can also text in your questions, prayer requests, or perspective to our PGN text number 24-7. That is 214, let me back up, 1-214-505-8719. Again, the PGN text number is 1-214-505-8719. And our PGN phone number to listen live is 1-319-527-6027. That's also the number that you use if you want to talk live to the PGN host to share your prayer request, pose a question, or present your perspective. So today we're talking about numbers and the 666 Antichrist prophecy. One of the secrets of the book of Revelation is that keys to unlock its secrets are presented and shared in other books of prophecy in the Bible. One of the most important prophecy books in the Bible is the book of Daniel. And in the book of Daniel, there's Daniel's 70-week prophecy. It's a prophecy about a period of time that is 490 years. Let us hear it. Daniel is receiving a message from the angel Gabriel in the book of Daniel chapter 9, beginning with verse 20. Let's hear about these numbers that are relevant for helping us to understand what is happening during the timing of the 666 Antichrist prophecy. Now, what timing is that? That's the period of the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation happens within the context of a seven-year period, but the Great Tribulation, which is the wrath of Satan, is limited to 42 months. It's only three and a half years. 
But what about that seven-year period? Let's get some context for that. It says in Daniel chapter 9, verse 20, Daniel is speaking to us, the readers of the book of Daniel. I went on praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, pleading with the Lord my God for Jerusalem, his holy mountain. As I was praying, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the earlier vision, came swiftly to me at the time of the evening sacrifice. He explained to me, Daniel, I have come here to give you insight and understanding. The moment you began praying, a command was given. And now I am here to tell you what it was, for you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your vision. A period of 70 sets of seven has been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish their rebellion, to put an end to their sin, to atone for their guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to confirm the prophetic vision, and to anoint the most holy place. Let's pause there for a second. So a period of 70 sets of seven. So a set of seven, in other words, a seven-year period. Now, why would the angel refer to this as 70 sets of seven rather than 490 unique elements, 490 years? The answer to that question is because these sets of seven are not all consecutive. There's a break in time. And our interests as truth seekers focused on the book of Revelation and the 666 Antichrist prophecy is to get context for the final set of seven. So there's 70 And 69 of these sets of seven, these seven-year periods have happened, but we are most interested in the final set of seven. Let's hear this again. A period of 70 sets of seven has been decreed for your people. Who are his people? His people are the Jewish people, the people of Israel. It says, and your holy city, what city is that? That's Jerusalem. And what's going to happen to the people of Israel and to the holy city, Jerusalem? In this period of 70 sets of seven, 490 years, but it's not, again, 70 consecutive sets of seven. But what's going to happen in this period? An end to their sin will happen. There will be atonement for their guilt. There will be the bringing in of everlasting righteousness. There will be confirmation of the prophetic vision and anointing of the most holy place. What's that? What's the most holy place? That's the temple of God. Let's continue. Verse 25 says, now listen and understand the exclamation point. Seven sets of seven 
plus 62 sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem until a ruler, the anointed one, comes. Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses despite the perilous times. After this period of 62 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing, and a ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. The end will come with the flood and war, and its miseries are decreed from that time to the very end. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. But after half this time, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings. And as a climax to all his terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him. Now let's hear about what the angel notes as the final set of seven. Verse 27 of chapter 9 says, the ruler, who's the ruler? The ruler is the Antichrist. The ruler will make a treaty what treaty? This is the upcoming peace agreement that will allow Israel and Palestine to share the Temple Mount. This treaty will give Israel the green light to rebuild its temple. <clears throat> and indeed, as the angel noted, that temple was destroyed. But we await the rebuilding of the temple. The third temple referred to in the seven trumpets prophecy in the book of Revelation. So here verse 27 says, the ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. What's one set of seven? That's a seven-year period. So again, this prophecy is about 70 sets of seven. 69 of those sets of seven have already happened. We could talk about those, but that's for another program. This program focuses on the 666 Antichrist prophecy. And the Antichrist will rule and reign during this period of one set of seven. That's a seven-year period, seven consecutive years. So each set of seven refers to a consecutive period of seven years. So the angel was very careful in explaining these 70 sets of seven. So the Antichrist will make a treaty with the people of Israel that treaty will last for a period of seven years, so it will address a seven-year period. But, quote, after half this time, 
So that's three and a half years into the peace agreement. He will put an end. Who's he? The Antichrist. The mouthpiece for the Ten Nation Alliance described in Revelation chapter 13. He will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings. You say, well, what sacrifices and offerings? When Israel gets the green light as a result of this peace treaty brokered in part by the Antichrist, he will be the dominant force behind this treaty. But he's going to break his word. Three and a half years into this seven-year period, one set of seven, the Antichrist will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings made in the third temple. So after the green light is given to Israel as a result of this peace treaty, they will, in fact, rebuild the temple. The first temple was built and destroyed in Jerusalem. The second temple was built and destroyed in 70 AD. So it we, we went from year 70 to year 170, year 270, let's go on to 1870, 1970. Here we are in 2023, nearly 2,000 years later, and we are still awaiting this one set of seven referred to in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. But don't you know, this period, the one set of seven, the final seven years in the 70 sets of seven prophecy, it's shortly coming to pass. It says, as a climate as a climax to all his terrible deeds, let me back up for a second. When Israel rebuilds the temple, it will commence the same sacrifices and offerings that the Jewish people made when they were worshiping God in the second temple. So the ashes of the red heifer, the ashes of a red heifer, will be used as a part of those sacrifices and offerings that are made. Then it says, and as a climax to all his terrible deeds. In other words, the most egregious of the numerous terrible deeds that will be committed by the ruler, who is the Antichrist, is this. It says, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration. So there's a sacrilegious object that the Antichrist will put in the rebuilt Jewish temple. And it will remain there until what time? It says, until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him. So the fate for the Antichrist is described in Revelation chapter 19, verse 20. Chapter 19, verses 6 to 21, have the marriage supper prophecy that's all about the Battle of Armageddon. And at the end of the Battle of Armageddon, three key things happen. One of those key things is that the Antichrist is destroyed with the second death. The Antichrist 
is the first of God's five enemies to be thrown into the lake of fire. Okay, so we're talking about numbers and the 666 Antichrist prophecy. We heard here in Daniel chapter 9 about the 70 sets of seven prophecy. And we heard that Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses despite the perilous times. And we learned that it would take the entire period of 70 sets of seven for these things to happen. For the people of Israel and for Jerusalem to finish its rebellion, to put an end to sin, to atone for their guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to confirm the prophetic vision, and to anoint the most holy place. Now, when is everlasting righteousness brought in? It's brought in with the establishment of the kingdom of God on this present earth. When does that happen? That doesn't happen until Jesus Christ fights and wins the battle of Armageddon with the armies of heaven. So what does that mean? That means that the final set of seven, a period of one set of seven, culminates with the battle of Armageddon. Now, during this period, the Antichrist will rule and reign. What period are we talking about? The one set of seven. That's a seven-year period, seven consecutive years. And that period of time is the period of time in which the 666 Antichrist prophecy occurs. Let's hear that prophecy now. Reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 13 is the chapter that has the 666 Antichrist prophecy. The prophecy begins with its own movie trailer in words, followed by the full documentary in words. You say, well, research scientists, what do you mean you're talking about a movie trailer and a documentary? Remember, Daniel was caught up to heaven and shown visions. These visions are what we might refer to as moving pictures. And today, in the vernacular of 2023, we refer to moving pictures as movies. But these movies exhibited to John the Revelator when he was caught up to heaven, it's not just any kind of movie. They're not... Movies reflecting the inspiration of man, they are movies reflecting realities. And movies that reflect realities are referred to as documentaries. So essentially, what we're looking at today is a documentary of future events, a documentary of realities, a documentary about the wrath of Satan, which is the great tribulation. The wrath of Satan happens in one set of seven, 
a period of one set of seven. It happens during a seven-year period, but it is not seven years. It's 42 months. Let's hear about it now. Let's hear the movie trailer in words for the 666 Antichrist prophecy, verses 1 to 5 of chapter 13. Here, Here they are. John the Revelator says, then, you say, well, what does he mean then? So he's shown the moving pictures, the movies, the documentaries created by an omniscient God, given to an angel to show John the Revelator. He sees these documentaries all in a row, 12 all in a row beginning with the seven seals prophecy, followed by the seven trumpets prophecy, followed by the 1,260 days prophecy, and then finally he's shown a fourth statement of prophecy, a fourth documentary. So John the Revelator says, Then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns with ten crowns on its horns. And written on each head were names that blasphemed God. This beast looked like a leopard, but it had the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority. I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. They worshiped the dragon for giving the beast such power, and they also worshiped the beast. Who is as great as the beast, they exclaimed. Who is able to fight against him? Then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God, and he was given authority to do whatever he wanted for 42 months. That is the movie trailer in words. In professional writing, it's referred to as an abstract, essentially a summary of the full report of the 666 Antichrist prophecy. So it ends with a cliffhanger. It says, he was given authority. Who's he? He is the beast. Well, what's the beast? The beast is the beast that rises up out of the sea that has ten crowns on its ten horns. And this beast has as its mouthpiece the Antichrist. So the beast is the one world government that will dominate political and economic affairs during the one during the period of the one set of seven. So during the seven year period there will be this ten nation alliance. This prophecy focuses on the reality of the ten nation alliance during forty two months. Let me say that again. 
The beast is the Ten Nation Alliance, the head of the Ten Nation Alliance, the one world government, will be the Antichrist. The Antichrist as the mouthpiece and leader of the one world government is referred to as the beast. And we're told, specifically, the Antichrist will do these things. He will speak great blasphemies against God. He will do whatever he wants, it says, for 42 months. So those are two specific actions. We're told that the Antichrist will speak great blasphemies against God, and he will do, quote, whatever he wanted. So he's going to do whatever he wants, but it's not for 84 months which is seven years, it's only for 42 months. So 42 months is half of 84. So that means that the wrath of Satan, the great tribulation, although it happens during a seven-year period, it is limited to precisely, exactly, surely, and only 42 months. So that's very important to know. And we learned earlier that this 42 months happens within the context of what the angel told Daniel is, quote, a period of one set of seven. Seven what? Seven years. 600 years approximately before John the Revelator was shown this documentary, when he was called up to heaven, Daniel was given a vision that the angel Gabriel explained about this same period of time. But Daniel was given uh, more information. So some of the information given to Daniel and given to John the Revelator is the same. But each received some specific information that was unique to the vision given to them. So only Daniel was shown, when I say only Daniel, John the Revelator was not shown that the Antichrist would make a treaty. So this is why we need other books of prophecy to help us unlock secrets in the book of Revelation. I believe that God did it this way for many reasons. One of the reasons might be this. Only the truth seekers will invest the time and energy necessary to unlock the complexities of the book of Revelation. If a person simply wants to know uh, predictions and reads the book of Revelation in one sitting, the individual, in my opinion, is very unlikely to unlock the vast majority of secrets in the book of Revelation. You need the wisdom of God to unlock those secrets. And the wisdom of God has led us to the book of Daniel, where we see clearly that this Antichrist, 
And it tells us in the 666 Antichrist prophecy that he is going to do whatever he wants for 42 months. That's three and a half years. So you say, well, when exactly is the three and a half year period in this period of one set of seven? So when is the three and a half years during the seven years? We are not given that exact information. But here's what we do know. The beginning of the seven-year period is the signing of the peace treaty. And the end of the seven-year period is bringing in everlasting righteousness. When does that happen? When Jesus Christ fights and wins the Battle of Armageddon, immediately upon his winning the Battle of Armageddon, the government's of man are put down and the kingdom of God is established on the present earth and it will last for a thousand years. It's followed by continuity of the kingdom, including the great white throne judgment and transition to the new earth. But let's back up to where we are. This period of one set of seven So in the book of Revelation, in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, we're told that there are two activities that the beast, the Antichrist, will perform. Number one, he's going to speak great blasphemies against God. That's revealed in Revelation 13, chapter 5. And he will, quote, do whatever he wanted. So he will do whatever he wants for 42 months. Now, We heard the movie trailer for the 666 Antichrist prophecy, and we learned that backing him up, the beast has a beast. So the Antichrist will lead the one world government. That one world government will have seven heads and ten horns with ten crowns on its horns. There will initially be ten leaders. Ultimately, three of those will be put down. And the Antichrist will rise and put down those uh, three crowns. So leaving ultimately seven heads. That's noted in Daniel chapter 7. But we're focusing on numbers and the reality of the Great Tribulation being 42 months, that's three and a half years, that's 1,260 days, as noted in Revelation chapter 12. Also as noted in Revelation chapter 12, that's a period of a time, times and half a time. So a time in the book of Revelation refers to one year, times two years, and half a time, half a year. So one plus two plus one half is three and a half years. That's 42 months. So let's hear now the full report of the 666 Antichrist prophecy. It begins with verse 6 and it ends with verse 18. We're talking about numbers and the 666 Antichrist prophecy. John the Revelator says, And he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God. So the full report starts with the anti 
Christ blaspheming God. Now, we already heard that that was one of the things he was going to do in the movie trailer. And now the full movie, the documentary, the statement of prophecy, I'm using different words to describe the same thing. So there's 12 statements of prophecy in the book of Revelation. These statements of prophecy are the visions John, the revelator, was shown. The visions he was shown were moving pictures. Today we refer to moving pictures as movies. And this was not just any type of movie that John the Revelator was shown. It's a movie reflecting realities. And when a movie reflects realities, we refer to it as a documentary. So the documentary in its entirety begins with John the Revelator being shown the Antichrist, the beast, blaspheming God. It says, and he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his dwelling. That is those who dwell in heaven. Now, this is wonderful. When you watch a movie trailer, you get highlights. You don't get the details. But now that we're in the full documentary, we're getting some details. So specifically, how... Does the Antichrist blaspheme God? We're told in the full documentary, in the full report, that the Antichrist will slander the name of God and will slander heaven, specifically those who dwell in heaven. Now let's think about this. Who dwells in heaven? Every believer who is not present on this earth is present in another physical location that physical location is heaven so he's going to slander those who dwell in heaven now we're not told whether it's believers in heaven or jesus christ god manifests in the flesh or god the father or angels who are in heaven So we're not told beyond the name of God who all the Antichrist slanders, but we know that it includes those who dwell in heaven. Let's continue. Verse 7 says, and the beast, who's the beast? The Antichrist was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. Now, why does John the Revelator use past tense? He was shown a documentary in its entirety, and so even though he was shown this documentary in our past and it happens in the future, for John the Revelator, it already happened. So he's telling us, what happens from beginning to end. So he was shown the beast waging war against Christians, those who have testimony of Jesus Christ, and he was shown that some of God's holy people will be conquered. So an omniscient God, an all-knowing God, created a documentary about the great tribulation and this documentary was shown in the past to john the revelator and it was a documentary of events in the future so that 
those of us in the present could understand the timing of the great tribulation, the wrath of Satan, and so that we would not be in the dark. Then it says, continuing in verse 7, and he was given authority, who's he, the Antichrist. Now we already heard that he would be given a great authority and that he would do whatever he wanted during the 42 months the 42 months within the 84 months, the one period of seven described by Daniel in Daniel chapter 9, verse uh, Daniel chapter 9 at the end of Daniel. And now we're told in the full documentary more about how the authority of the Antichrist will work during this 42 months period. It says he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. So either during the 42 month period, either a person belongs to this world or a person belongs to the kingdom. This world is coming to an end, but the kingdom of God will exist forever and ever. On this present earth, after Jesus Christ fights and wins the battle of Armageddon, the kingdom of God will exist and it will persist beyond the present earth to the new earth to come. So it says in verse 8, And all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life that belongs to the Lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. How long do God's holy people need to endure persecution? How long is the persecution of God's holy people during this one period of seven? Persecution of God's holy people is limited to, at a maximum, 42 months. You say, well, research scientists, how can you be sure? The Antichrist is only given authority for 42 months. That means that the persecution reflecting the wrath of Satan has a maximum period of time of 42 months. Why? The wrath of Satan is followed by the wrath of God. Christians are not appointed to the wrath of God, but those who belong to this world are. In Revelation chapters 15 and 16, we have the seven plagues prophecy. The first plague is when a malignant sore is given to every person who's taken the mark of the beast during this 42-month period. That plague doesn't come upon God's holy people. It comes upon those who have taken the mark of the beast. Now, in Revelation chapter 12, we're given a secret about the timing of the persecution of God's holy people. 
the persecution of the nation of Israel, that land, the persecution of the people of Israel who are of Jewish descent and who are worshiping in the rebuilt temple of God on the temple mount, that persecution is exactly 1,260 days, which is precisely 42 months. The persecution of the church begins after the persecution of those worshiping in the rebuilt temple has already happened. It doesn't begin at the same time. Now, ultimately, the persecution runs parallel. Ultimately, Satan, through the Antichrist, has a war against Israel and a war against those who are worshiping Jesus Christ. And those wars happen concurrently, but they don't begin at the same time. So here's a question. When does the persecution of the church begin? That question is answered at the end of chapter 12. It begins after the great flood that comes to the land of Israel fails. During the 42-month period, a great flood inspired by Satan will come under normal circumstances. The magnitude of this flood is so great that it would destroy that land, but it won't. We're told at the end of Revelation chapter 12 that it won't because the earth will open up and it will receive that water feeling humiliated, defeated, and angry. Satan will cause the Antichrist to enlarge the war beyond Israel to include Quote, reading from Revelation chapter 12, to include, quote, all who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus. That's Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. Continuing in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, we were told In verse 10, this means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. The persecution we just learned will be less than 42 months. I can't tell you exactly uh, how long it will be, but it's less than 42 months because it only begins after the war against Israel has begun. The war against Israel will last exactly 42 months, but the war against The rest of her children, that war begins after the great flood that happens during this 42 months. So a little bit shorter, and that's that period of time. Let's continue. Verse 11 says, Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down to earth from the sky while everyone was watching. Let's pause there. 
Who is this second beast? So Revelation chapter 13, verse 11 refers to, quote, another beast. This second beast is the false prophet. The second beast will perform what we just heard, astounding miracles. Maybe that miracle even includes the healing of the Antichrist. Remember, we were told in the movie trailer, in the movie trailer we were told, the whole world marveled at this miracle. What miracle? It says, one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. So perhaps the false prophet performed this miracle. We know that in any case, that miracle was inspired by Satan. Satan gives power to both the Antichrist and the false prophet. Continuing the 666 Antichrist prophecy, it says he did astounding miracles, talking about the other beast, the false prophet, even making fire flash down to earth from the sky while everyone was watching. Interestingly, we're also going to see fire flash down to earth from the sky to consume the enemies of God at the end of the first thousand years of the government of Jesus Christ that's described in Revelation chapter 20. So here the false prophet is performing a miracle inspired by Satan. It's a counterfeit. It's a copy of the miracle that's going to be performed uh, on behalf of Jesus Christ for his glory. Then it says, he ordered the people, talking about the false prophet, to make a great statue of the first beast who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. So this is a statue of the Antichrist. It says he was then permitted to give life to the statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. He required, talking again about the false prophet, the other beast, the second beast, the first beast, the Ten Nation Alliance, and by extension its mouthpiece, the Antichrist, the second piece is the false prophet. So these two beasts are operating in tandem during this 42-month period. The Antichrist and the false prophet, both of these beasts working together will face Jesus Christ and the armies of heaven, and both will be defeated as described in Revelation chapter 19, verse 20. It says, he required everyone, talking about the false prophet, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. So this is telling us that the false prophet is the individual during the 42 months period with the authority that he has been endowed with, authority given by Satan. He will declare that every human being, 100% of humans living on the earth during this 42-month period will be ordered by the false prophet to take a mark. What's this mark? It's the mark of the beast. Who's the beast? The beast is both the Antichrist and the false prophet. 
They are both beasts. Verse 11 refers to another beast, which is the false prophet. But we're told about the first beast in Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. And then again in verse 3. I saw that, verse 3 says, I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. Then in verse 5, then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God. There are two beasts. The false prophet, not the Antichrist, is the person that will require individuals to take the mark of the beast. Where will this mark go? Only one of two locations, on the right hand or on the forehead. Verse 17 says, and no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding Solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. So 666 is the number of a man. And we're told that the mark of the beast is either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. So it's both the name of the beast and the number representing his name. Now, who is the beast? Revelation chapter 13 verse 18 says wisdom is needed here. Then at the end of verse 18, it says, his number is 666. I used to believe, I've read this prophecy many times, I used to believe that 666 was the number of the Antichrist or the number of his name, right? Because it says here, the name of the beast, or the number representing his name. But today, as I sit here prayerfully considering the word of God, specifically the 666 Antichrist prophecy, it has occurred to me that all this is preceded by the actions of the false prophet. So in other words, when we examine The 666 Antichrist prophecy, it begins with talking about the first beast, and it ends with talking about the second beast. Another beast, it says in verse 11. So first, John the Revelator sees one beast. That's in Revelation 13, verse 1. But then he begins the second part of the story, Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. Then I saw another beast. So today, as I sit here prayerfully considering 
the 666 Antichrist prophecy, it has occurred to me that 666 may be the name of the leader of the harlot church. 666 may be the number representing the name of the leader of the harlot church. Who is the leader of the harlot church? The leader of the harlot church is another beast. Let's hear Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. Who's the leader of the harlot church? It says, he had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. So he is the leader of the harlot church, the one world religion that will be touted by the one world government. The new world order will have a one world religion. This is the religion promoted by the harlot church. It will appear to be Christianity, but it's a false Christianity. It is the religion of Satan. It has as its leader the false prophet. Both the Antichrist and the false prophet will work in tandem together. Now, in August of this year, in August of 2023, we're going to be talking about who is the leader of the harlot church what is the harlot church who will be included in the harlot church how does a truth seeker come up out from among them during this 42 month period it's all described in the purple and scarlet prophecy revelation chapter 17 and 18 and the first five verses of revelation 19 the second longest documentary, the second longest statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation. Let me pause for a second. It's the third longest prophecy. The longest prophecy in the book of Revelation is the seven trumpets prophecy. Second is the seven seals prophecy. Third is this purple and scarlet prophecy. God showed many things about the harlot church which will promote the one world religion during this 42-month period. Friend and truth seeker, I hope that you have enjoyed our time today. I want to invite you to call live if you have a prayer request, if you want to present your perspective, if you want to pose a question, would you call us live right now? Our PGM phone number is one. 319-527-6027. Please call now if you have a question about the book of Revelation. If you want to present a prayer request, please call now. Our PGM phone number is one three one nine five two seven six zero two seven. When you call, press 1 to put your hand in the virtual queue. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. So I am looking to check to see if there are any questions or comments. Okay, I don't see any questions. 
All right. So let us end with a prayer. A prayer from Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. And here is that prayer. I am praying this for you as a truth seeker. It says in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. So I pray, truth seeker and friend, that you will listen to the message and obey what the message of the prophecy of the book of Revelation says. And I declare and decree that as you have listened to the message of the book of Revelation and made the decision in your soul, in your mind, will, and emotions to follow the instructions, to obey what the book of Revelation says, I declare and decree that you are blessed according to the power of God, according to the word of God. And I pray that according to Jeremiah 33, 3, that you will call out to God because he promises to show you great and mighty secrets that you do not know. <laughs>